My job is getting to me. The boss doesn't appreciate my efforts. I might as well goof off like some of the other employees do, for all he cares. But somehow, as a Christian, I think that would be wrong for me. What do you think? Well, you know exactly what's true about that matter. This letter makes it very clear that you recognize that God requires more of you than others require of themselves. As a matter of fact, the question of how you work and how you look at your work and how you look at your job is not a matter of how others do or how you even feel about it, but what God tells you to do about your job. You know, many times, bosses or fellow employees or others for whom we work or with whom we work do not appreciate what we do. Sometimes a conscientious Christian will work extra hard and extra long and do the job in an Uh, with extra effort, and nobody seems to care. Uh, Indeed, sometimes because you work harder, more uh, responsibility is thrown on your back and less appreciation is expressed, and uh, things seem seem to get worse and worse. Well, what does a Christian do under those circumstances when sometimes he even gets to the place where uh, he almost feels like a slave, let's say, in his job? Well, he considers the fact that God says things precisely to slaves. And it is to slaves that some of the greatest words about work are spoken. Let's say you really were a slave, owned and run by someone else, your life not really your own. Listen to what God says in Colossians 3, verse 22. Slaves... In all things, obey those who are your masters on earth, not with external service as those who merely please men, but with sincerity of heart fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, do your work heartily, as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. And then this great statement, it is the Lord Christ whom you serve. It doesn't really matter what your boss thinks. It doesn't finally matter whether he's appreciative or not. You're not really working primarily for him. You see, that's what Paul says. Even to a slave who might be abused, who might never be appreciated, who might be completely ignored, never have a word of encouragement or appreciation spoken to him, throughout his whole life. Paul says it really doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with how you work. Your job was not given to you by that master. Your job, your work, was given to you by God. And so you work for God. And because you work for God, who does appreciate, because you work for God, who does care, because you work for God who does say a word of encouragement, then you know that what you're doing is going to really count. Listen again to what he says. Don't work with external service. That is, don't uh, sweep the dirt under the rug. 
and make it look good when you know really you haven't done the job well. Don't cut corners. Don't do it in such a way simply to please your, your boss or your master. Those who please men, he says. But with sincerity of heart, work as fearing the Lord. That is, know what your job really requires and do it to the full in the way that you know will please God. Even if others never know about what you stuffed in the back of the files. Even if others never know the way that you swept it all under the rug. God knows. He sees that dirt. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows the responsibilities that you have been shirking. And he's the one for whom you're working. Now, the second thing he says is when you work, whatever you are called to do for him, don't do it half-heartedly, but whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord. You can't serve the Lord with half of your strength and half of your mind and half of your interest, taking the rest of your work time for yourself, uh, cutting corners on coming back to work uh, an hour and a half late. Uh, you can't do that kind of thing, even if the boss does let you get away with it, even if the rest of the employees around you do take advantage of the situation. You are not working as they are. You're not working for that company, that boss primarily. You're working for God who gave you this job. And so you're going to work with all your heart. You're going to put in a full day service. You're going to put in an honest day's work because you're working for God, not for men. And then finally, he says, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. You see, nobody ever may say a word of kindness to you about the extra effort you've made, about the wholehearted work that you have done. Nobody may ever say anything to you about uh, the way that you've sweat and worked after hours and even helped others when they failed to do their job. Nobody may ever say a word here, but there is one someday who will hand you not the paycheck that's spent before you even get it, but the one who's going to give you the eternal reward, the reward of the inheritance of eternal life. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. And so, you see, that's the slogan to keep in mind. That's the verse to keep in the back of your head. That's the verse that when others are discouraged and when others goof off and when others don't care, just say to yourself in those times of disappointment, I'm not serving that boss. I'm not doing what others do. It is the Lord Christ whom I serve. It is the Lord Christ that you serve. Knowing that, serve him well. Let's pray. Lord, we do ask that we may live and serve in all of our work, at home or elsewhere, not to serve men or to gain their approval, but rather to hear the words, Well done, you good and faithful servant. For we pray in his name, whom we serve. Amen.